And welcome to Meathead Chatter episode... Welcome back. 39 minus 2. 37. Yes. 39 <laughs> minus 2. Welcome back. In the what house. Are, how long has it been? We've been... Uh, I mean, maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. Maybe like a two-weeker. Shame bit, me. A, bit of a sabbatical. I totally take the responsibility. We didn't do it last week. Last week was... It was just crazy. I went down to Texas. Right. To look at that house. And so... Busy boy. <sighs> stressful. I'm, so, I'm still exhausted from that So drive. are you... Are you guys getting that house or since you went down and didn't love what you saw so, like what's I loved on? everything about that house minus one major issue which is the electrical mm-hmm. um, I'm not an electrician so I mean obviously I don't know everything about everything I just know that when your appliances require 240 volts of power and the max your box puts out is 110 nothing works Maybe maybe that <laughs> isn't going to be useful well, are so, they going to do anything to so, fix that so yeah and our contract on? is uh, they're re- redoing uh the electrical to work. Yeah, there. yeah. So we re- we um, we amended our contract, and they have to at least replace the box and have an electrician come look at it. Cool, and, and they and, and they accepted everything. that alteration. Yeah, yeah, oh, they cool. accepted it, which is cool. Um, thankfully, we know an electrician, so like if I need to bring go down there with an electrician, I will. I I talked to Kelly Simon right. about it already. Cool. Like yesterday or not yesterday, Tuesday, I I grabbed him and I said, "Hey, so this is the status of my house. I need to talk to you about this." Like. I will pay you money if you want to come down to te- to Florida, right. to Texas, and look at it with me. He's like, I'd be down. And then, so I asked him about how much it would be to, because basically, well, so the big issue is Texas doesn't have the um, the power grid like what we have here in Indiana, because you have to think Texas is a large ass state. Yeah, it's different. And then you, um, you know, you dig into how like how rural the community is. And like a lot of those neighboring, like yeah, it's, really, it's, really small rural it's towns. It's more spread towns, out than, than Indiana. You know, like, even is. you know, 1980, 1970, the, the, like the, the electrical grid there was about what the electrical grid was here in like the 20s and 30s. Oh, wow. Like, okay. like you know, when you like start to actually think about like how pop the population kind of expands in Texas and like, because like it's, we're not in the desert, but right. where we are is a, we're a, what is it? So we're a mining town, basically, where we're looking at. So basically, it the how the town that we live in was built around a big stone quarry. Sorry, not a mine, stone quarry. Gotcha, quarry. So town. so so like and uh, you know, I asked the neighboring town, which was like the nice town, um, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, it's just. I mean, you get what you get. Like, it's a so it's you're a you're the town. Pawnee to the Eagleton. I'm the Eagleton. No, Eagleton. Oh no, the no, nice no. One. yeah. So we live in yeah. like the Pawnee to the Eagleton. You're the Pawnee. I have like the third most expensive house in you the know, state, in I, the town. I'm the Pawnee right now too. You know, Lafayette <laughs> to West Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely. It's okay. Um, Eagleton people suck. That's okay. Um, isn't that show based on Terre Haute? <sighs> I think it's somewhere in in, 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 in Indiana. Well, it's based on Indiana, but I Is think it? That, I think it's based on like I mean West Lafayette. Lafayette would be a good one, right? Um, Terre Haute, West Terre Haute would be a good one. Um, <laughs> boy, you go across that damn river, man. Inbred, hillbilly. That's what people say about, about the Pawnee that I'm sitting in right now. <laughs> right. Um, in my palatial estate that would have cost twice as much on the other side of the river. Yeah, and it also costs twice as much right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, so when it comes to the house, there's like a couple things. Like, so um, Texas has got some weird laws. So, like, technically it's to code. It literally says, because of the age of the house, it's to code due to it being grandfathered into. Gotcha. Because the age of the house, they grandfathered it yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you can. But you can still get it in the contract for them to update that stuff right. if they want to sell it to you. So. Right. And and even even then, the electrical grid's not the best, like I was saying. And so, I wanted to upgrade it anyway because I 
don't like the heat and it's freaking hot there. Mm -hmm. And so I want solar panels to offset the cost that it's going to be to have my air conditioner around 24, seven, 365, like at full blast (laughs) or whatever. So like I was going to want to make a modification to the electric in there anyway. So after I talked to um, our friend, our electrician friend, he, he was like, well, so there are really two ways to redo the electric on a house. You can fish it out or you can rip the walls off. I don't want to fish it out because it's going to cost more. It's going to cost about 10 grand to fish all, fish everything out. I want to rip the walls off. But that's all. There's, and you got to redo the walls. Well, so I hate the walls anyway because they're uh, wood paneling walls, and I hate oh, them. Gotcha. like I hate that. That's the Texas thing, though. Like I got shiplap in a couple of my uh, closets, and I hate shiplap. <laughs> like I don't care. I'm sorry, Joanna Gaines. I hate shiplap. What is that? I was watching World's Strongest Man. Oh yeah, He's pulling up topics. Oh, uh, because apparently. We can't come up with our own stuff to talk about. I actually did have a laundry list of stuff. I need to start I writing like, I'm it down. Not, I'm not that interesting. I just I, I did pull today, decently yeah. heavy, first time in a while. Uh, 585 for a solid double conventional. Felt nice. pretty good. I don't know if I can do that. You're kind of in a weird training state right now, though. <sighs> yeah, today was frustrating for me. I um I couldn't do above 235 on my bench. I barely finished my warm-ups. Like I was doing my banded pull face pulls and they were hurting. Huh? Like so you my, just the tendonitis. That tendonitis right pissed off. I don't know what I did. Um, so in my job, sometimes we have to do physical interventions for the safety of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my my building coordinators who is a who lifts a lot too. He's like, yeah, I get it. I was I was like, oh, I thought I was the only one that got tendonitis. He's like, no, I get it too. That's why I do like a modified intervention. Right. Um. He's like, because it's just so painful for us. So, like, I literally will get out of a like an intervention, and I'm like, uh, I look like a uh, freaking uh, Louis Simmons, rest <laughs> in peace. Um, when he's like walking around with his little T Rex arms, like yep. my arm, like my biceps hurt. It's so bad. I remember when I coached gymnastics for a long time, it, you typically have a favored side and you stay on that side. Yep. So like year after year, I, I coached gymnastics like hands on for eight, 10 years, something, somewhere right around in there. And, uh, my right shoulder is fucked. And it's like last couple of years, it's finally starting to feel good. But man, after right. I, after I stopped coaching gymnastics, it took a couple of years before it felt okay. again. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time that like bench has really agitated my bicep. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating, but I've been, my biceps have been, start, have been, have been bothering me this entire prep though. You remember, right. um, I did something when I, we were doing some high bar. I don't know if I pinched a nerve in my neck, but I couldn't like, I couldn't just hold like 50 pounds in front of my body. So you're what, you're, two, you're two weeks out? 10 days. Yeah. So, so you have a deload. Things will kind of rest right. up and like, feel, like, and feel like, a little I, I better. Could, I could be upset and frustrated about yeah. it, but I, I text my coach, Chris, and I said, hey, so this is how today went. Don't know what I did. I did the best I could. I yeah. I mean, I cut, like, I hit my lifts. Um, I didn't bench very well. Well, and you'll be surprised if you're if you're just hitting some super light shit I over this next deal I was just doing sets of 20, like three sets of 20, you know, light curls, light tricep stuff. Yep. Um we did an Arnold press like I just I was like I just want blood in my joints. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care. Yeah, at this point the meat's There's, close enough you ain't getting any stronger, no. but you you can definitely fuck yourself for the meat. Yeah, at this well, point, and that's so. kind of how I've approached this entire last four weeks. Is mm-hmm. I'm like I'm as strong as I'm gonna be. Like whatever whatever be whatever it'll be it'll be. I'm um, going into this meet, and I'm I'm really going to try my best. You know, this is a, you know, this is a beef meat kind of deal. Or it's not a beef meat. It was last time. Right. This time I think I've just got a. Uh, 
there's a, there's a couple different things to unpack. So first of all, uh, it's a USPA meet, and I have a lot of respect for the USPA people that are hosting it. Like I know them, right? Um, so, but it's at a gym with a motherfucker that you hate. Yeah, so it's gonna be <laughs> tough. Um, thankfully, Hannah Hannah's kind of kind of got it. You know, when we were down there last time we competed, um, Hannah's kind of got an idea as to what she's looking for. I also don't have like high expectations for this meet. I am not. Yeah, you're not trying to like, push. I'm the, not. I mean, you're trying, trying to, to hit. You're trying to hit that 700. I was seven pull, but like I'm but not. Other than that, you're not like, really. I. If I PR my squat and my bench, cool. Right. But, like, I really would like to hit – I want a 660 pull. Like, I'll be honest, that's actually really all I give a shit about. Right. Um, finally finally get that monkey off your back. Yeah, like, I've pulled it multiple times in training. Yeah. Right? But, like, nobody gives a fuck about training. Right. Like, I mean, I've got a 701 pull on Instagram. Yep. Um, quality of it, suspect. But then I was, like, thinking about it. Like, well, it wasn't a meet, so even if it's not suspect, doesn't matter. Right, I locked it out. Well, and I'm like, okay, so if I'm pulling on a kabuki bar, um, I'm going to get a little bit extra whip. I am. So okay, hold I up, am hold up, far hold up, hold stronger up. right now than I was in November. I just learned this today. What? So they sent the email out because uh, my client Jamie's doing that meet as well. Right. They just sent the email out on like, here's what to expect. Blah 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 blah. Oh blah. yeah, Joey sent me the email. I didn't read it. I so they went that. over the equipment they have there. They're not going to have kabuki shit. Cool. Good to know. No, I mean so it, it'll be it's a it's a Texas deadlift bar. Yeah, it'll be fine then. Um, so that six sixty definitely there. But if you were relying on that on that extra bend, it yeah. could get a little sketch. But you, I mean, you're still going to qualify without an issue. But it's mm-hmm. a rogue squat bar, rogue power bar, Texas deadlift bar. That's fine. And you know what they had? So the the regular USPA when they made that that Kabuki announcement about the bar is. Not everybody. They they straight up said not everybody's going to have it. These will be at the biggest meets, right? Um, and so they're not going to be penalized. It better fucking it better, be at worlds. Better be at fucking. Well, yeah, it'll be at worlds instead of yeah. another meet. But I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't care because I'm I'm doing my conventional deadlift day. I'm doing it on the bar like it's a kabuki bar. Right. Like I'm going to the gym to do that, not doing it in my house. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, like I said, six sixty is all I really give a shit about. Right. Um, you know, with you know my life I, with like just the the pure stress of the last 90, 180 days have just been enough to, for me to be like, I just want numbers. Right. I just want to step on the platform again. Um, the one thing I'm going to have to watch is my ego. Thankfully, I'm not going by myself. I'm also not lifting by myself. Jamie will be there. So yep. like, and like if you could help like, that, yeah, out, yeah, I would so, greatly so appreciate like, it. And I, and, Cause and this is I where won't, I won't be there that yeah, day. I know. And you you'll, know you'll be on a plane. I'll be on a fucking plane to St. Lucia yeah. for my honeymoon. Um, so, like, that, and I think that'll do it. That'll be enough for me to, like, not lose my shit. Gear yourself down a little bit just because yeah. you know there's other well, things Well, because it's not do. just about me anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I'm pretty sure he's he's squatting in sleeves, so he doesn't need wrapped or anything. Okay, so. perfect, yeah. Um, yeah, no, and that's, and for me, that's honestly probably where I, what I need to do is I need to have, like, hey, this isn't just about you. Like we're trying to like right. promote the sport. Um, remember to promote the sport, but also, hey, we're helping someone else out. Like let's show them what a meet should look like, how it should be ran, how right. it, you know how someone should be handled. Like let's set an example. Don't yeah, be an unstable son of a bitch. And he's going to be and cool Jamie too because he was there. And he's oh yeah he was he at was that at that my last yeah. meet so he knows I'm freaking crazy. But like well, and he also he he's a good one to kind of if you're competing kind of help him out because like mm-hmm. he's self-sufficient he's done meets by himself a couple times like he doesn't right. give a shit 
you know, it'd just be nice to have someone to like help him. Hey, how'd that look? Should I go up a little? That, right, that kind right. of thing. But he's not going to be like a fucking head case where you got to babysit him all day. Right. And I knew that going in yeah. because I had, I remember talking to him at that last meet we had down there with his, when he had a busted foot, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I've lifted with him. He is, I like lifting with Jamie because he's Dude, so chill. He's super chill. I he, really he's like very Jamie. Similar, it's very similar to lifting with you. He's Yeah, he's very... Um, I like, like I like coaching him. Like he's very, very, very relaxed. Well, and he's um, he's super wound. coachable too. Like yeah. he'll he'll fix shit immediately. Like it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and I so like that. I think will be the a big help for me. Um, the other thing that I'm curious about is like, so this is I'm sitting at 204. I stepped on the scale today. At the oh gym. dang! Yeah, so you're you're so creeping like, down pretty so easy right like, now. I'm not, and I'm not even trying. Like I was. I had cut my calories two weeks ago um, as I started tracking when I was at like 2,300 calories and it put me down way too fast. Yeah, I was going to say that's nothing for you. That and I, well, and I, well, I don't track my calories, so I've never like really remembered where I was. Gotcha. So like I was at a baseline and I was like, I am too light. I said, I will go back up and do some water manipulation over anything. Right. Um, so we we added a thousand calories. Well, when I was gonna I say at, th- I'm at, at this point right now, you're only six pounds off weight, and you got like right. What we uh, you got like ten days, right? Yeah, that's that's nothing. Like that's, I am, that's, I'm actually, that's a water cut the day before. Well, you know? so yeah, I'm actually adding calories. Like I am pushing the calories up, yeah. which is something I've never done. A little science experiment, like I said. Like this, this is your qualifying meet, so right. it matters. But the numbers are so within your reach that it doesn't really matter. Like right. you can have a bad day. My and still um, qualify. I can I can walk in two twenty qualify. Yeah. I have to like do do a decent do decently on my squats and my bench. Like, right. I have to hit my seconds, but I should open and qualify. I think I have to double check what the qualifying total is right now. I don't remember. If it's not with your openers, it's it'll with your, be with, it's with your openers in one second attempt. Right, and know? my deadlift. Like I don't even know what we're gonna open with, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um I really don't. I know something here's something I do want to talk about because I was thinking about this in the shower. Um if you shower, tell, shower thoughts yeah, I know from Preston. So, <laughs> there you go. If uh, you pull 700 pounds, you're not that good. Fuck you. I mean, so if you can squat 600 pounds, though, you're good. What? So think about how many lanky-ass motherfuckers are out there right now oh. that are pulling 700 pounds, conventional and sumo, so, and, and, but can't squat shit. So like, I was thinking about this, and I'm like... Every it seems like everybody and their mother their mother's squatting a ton or benching a pretty decent and deadlifting like crazy. But if you go look at their squats, their squats don't translate. Yeah, especially so, for sumo pulls. So here's okay. So here's my and breakdown. That's my thing. And I think the three lists vary greatly by weight class. Yes. So if you're like a one ninety eight or under. Yeah, you're going to be disproportionately good at deadlift if yeah. you're a good lifter. Like if your total is high and you're mm-hmm. in those weight classes, your deadlift's going to be a huge ass chunk of it. Your mm-hmm. bench is going to be a pathetic little bitch boy yes. lift. <clears throat> I think squats more important though. Yeah, I mean because you can't fucking angle squats. So right. like if you're if you're a one like take one take um, Sean Noriega, one eighty one guy benches over four. Mm-hmm. It's because he he and he says he's like well it's because I operate within the rules. Yep. My grip is as wide as it can be. I the have arch is the real maximal yep. arch, like shortest range of motion. You can't like shorten range of motion on a squat because you can't put the bar in yeah, lower. You, you can go you can go as low as the rear delts mm-hmm. and you can go really wide stance, but then it's harder to get low. And you can't hit depth. Yeah. And so unless like, you're in multiply, then it counts anyway. Right. So like my thing is is I'm like, okay, so after this, like I'm gonna 
asked Chris, hey, let's take it, let's step back from deadlift. Like, we may not do deadlifts. Like, I'm going to ask, hey, let's let's do, like, deadlift or maybe as like an accessory. every other week or yeah. every third week or something. Yeah, you know, let's pull conventional as an accessory and I mean, to my, my, like, heavy speed squat day. And, I want to get back to yeah, and dude, you know me, dynamic like, shit. I, I'm a huge fan of, like, that every second or every third mm-hmm. week kind of program. Right. It just keeps, for me and, and for a lot of my clients that I've seen that are more experienced, it just keeps them from getting hurt. Mm-hmm. It keeps them from overuse injuries. Right. A low bicep tendonitis. Right. You know, um, that benching three times a week. Well, yeah. So, week so like if you're, if you're heavy benching every other week and you're heavy overhead pressing every other week, right. you're going to – you may not have as fast bench press progression mm-hmm. if you're doing higher frequency like two or three times a week every week. But you will reduce your risk of injury and and I'm saying over the course of time you will be stronger because you won't have to take time off. Right, exactly. And so uh, and I and I, and I hate deloads and this right. makes it so I don't have to deload until to deload. competition day. I haven't day. deloaded. Yet I, I don't think I've had a deload. We just switched like we've been keeping the Damn. numbers light so this deload's going to be great. Um but after this well, I'm to hoping to be fair, Chris has you running like not we're, we're chilling in like the effort. 70 80 range which and, is nice and you shouldn't have to deload right nearly as frequently as if you're going like higher percentages like, yeah. like you've I, i've programmed for you before and yeah, I programmed, we were going about every eight 12 eight weeks i think is what we were deloading yeah and then and then you're even though we were doing like alternate linear periodization mm-hmm. or, or some kind of wave load it was still like on the heavy weeks, like it's heavy. It's like we're yeah. hitting a five rep fucking max. You know, if it's that. it's not like five by five at seventy seven percent or right. something like that. It's like it's like five, three or two rep max. Right. But then the next week is speed work, so you get to recover a little bit. Um, and right. that's that's what I personally keeps keeps me from getting bored. Um, I don't necessarily think it works extremely better than than any other way, but it's just what I've kind of enjoyed and. I'm listening. I, uh, Dick, I'm no, pretty sure good. the tornado sirens are going off. Oh, yeah. They were going off in the gym earlier. Welcome to episode 39 of Meathead Chatter, the Tornado Cast. 37 minus, or 39 minus 2 or 37, but whatever. Yes. Yeah, it is yeah, tornado, that's, that's sirens. tornado sirens. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks good? pretty gnarly outside. Good. I'll have to get this uploaded before we die so that people can like hear it. All right. Um, so ideally what I want, and I mean... You know, Chris and I have been working together uh, quite a, like a long yeah. time, like like six months, six uh, months at or least more. six months. Yeah. Um, Hannah just clicked over a year with him. Nice. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, we are he and I are starting to collaborate a lot more. We're doing a lot more give and take on the conversations. When I feel um, like he's getting at, an, he's getting an idea of how I train, how I like to train. Uh huh. So it, I'm hoping um, we dial back this deadlift um, and push and up the squat a little bit. We push bit. the squat, so like we squat twice a week. Um, no low bar. Um, I want I want. Squat variations. I want yeah. like this is me. What I would request is like I have a like a dynamic ish speed day, right? For, with an SSB and a conventional deadlift, um, pause conventional deads. Yeah, and then you know my maybe heavier squat day. We're going to use the duffalo bar, and then we're going to do some isometric. Well, stuff. and that would be cool because your shoulders will be refreshed. So you right. can you can get a little little more hardcore on your bench stuff too because your shoulders mm-hmm. will be fresh. Well, because I'm hoping, and your and bicep tendon will be will be fresh too, because well, that low bar squat's yeah. tough on the elbow too. Well, I'm gonna ask him about doing uh, two SBD days, two uh, two off like prep days, kind of like what he's doing. Gotcha. Because um, he's, I mean, it's so funny. Hannah and I were talking about this. She's like, he and I like like she has like the weirdest relationship. 
with her coach mm-hmm. because she's like, I fucking hate him all the time, but I like always want to talk about his lifts. Right. Like she like gets so she and I she and I she'll get so frustrated or we'll get frustrated about like timing of programming or something really, really minute. Right. And then we'll five hours later, two hours later, be like, Did you see what Chris did? <laughs> and we were joking about it the other night because like he's doing like if you're looking at his numbers, he's Larson pressing with a duffalo bar more than what he was just regular bench pressing last prep. Damn. And I mean that makes sense. I mean, look at uh, his, one of his best clients is your friend Brad. Yep, who had a bomb ass meat. Yeah, thirty pound meat PR. Mm-hmm. Twenty thirty. And he had cut. Yeah, he totaled twenty thirty. And he was hurt for like twelve weeks. Uh, twelve weeks out. Yeah, it was like his his prep was a lot of like the first half of it was like recovery shit. Yeah, and he really only like he really only actually prepped probably like six. That's what I'm saying. Six four to six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Cause he, uh, he just started squatting heavy four weeks ago, I think, yep. or four weeks prior. So, and he hit what, like a seven eighty or something. He, yeah, I think seven eighty was his third squat. Oh, was it? I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's good. He had, a, he was wanting eight Oh five, but didn't push it. But still, right. I think that was still like a meat PR by a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, the so only thing he didn't PR was his deadlift. He missed his third, but it was it was a pretty close miss. Yeah, yeah. I watched. I did watch that. And he hit like we what a five twenty bench. So yeah, yeah. Motherfucker's a finally a better bencher than me. He did go up a weight class. Don't don't give him too much credit. He did. Is he go super up. or was he three hundred eight? He went up three hundred eight. Yeah, he competed three hundred eight when he did that two thousand total too. Did he at um yeah. at the open? Yeah. Oh. oh. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he hasn't competed two seventy five yeah, in a while. Yeah, he's just fat. I think his last 275 meet was that meet where the three of us were at, and I did that push-pull, Oh, and I benched 500, and he didn't. <laughs> That's right. I remember. But he did a full meet. He did a full And he hit like meet. a 485 or something like that. Yeah. It, was, it was a good lift, but... Was that the one that you did the? Yeah, that that's was, right. Because you like that five hundred blew off your. That chest. was that was my first five hundred bench ever. And like you were like, I was like, so we should have added more weight. Well, that, but I, in in that was the your way, third. But that so was, my my second was four eighty five, and it flew right. But my my goal was five hundred, right, and so I knew just, I had more in it. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not going to put five twelve on there and then miss right, and then be like, fuck, I still don't have a five hundred bench right. Um. So, yeah, I, I hit it, and it moved just as fast. When I went uh, to that Nationals, the 507 went just as fast yeah. as that 500 did. Mm-hmm. So. I remember because I texted you. I think yeah. I texted you or messaged you and said, so are you actually going to try to find your bench max? You know what? A PR is a PR, and if right. it's a PR that looks easy, I'd rather people go, holy shit, that was awesome, than people be like, oh, you'll get it next time, man. You best watch you your know. jack back, or your back jack. Oh, Why? Jack back. Um, so the guy who just signed up for a membership – He's got oh a, Dexter yeah Jason's been pushing chasing yeah, a five hundred pound Dexter or five hundred pound for a long time he needs to man he's has been sitting at four seventy five for like three years tell him to go up a bench bitch or, tell him to, what, <laughs> I, do, do you know what his body weight is I asked him he's super low he's like two twenty or something yeah right he's now. chilling I was like so what do you how much he looks like real lean he looks good he looks, yeah, he looks very really lean compared to what he has in the past so he competes at a at a world level he's he's a, a sheriff's deputy here so he's done like the police and firefighter games he's the last a, number of he's years world. He's won that championship. Oh, God damn it. When I was in high school, I've known him since I was in my high look, school because he was my resource look. officer. He had won it five times after I graduated. By look, the time I graduated, I think. He does bench only, which no. Oh, does hate. he? I, I think he's bench only. No, he's push pull. Oh, push pull. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I won't talk shit. That I was much. like, you That's can't really talk shit. He's push pull. <laughs> hey, my last meet well, was a full power. My well, last two um, meets have been full so power. The, um, the fireman strongman or the fireman games are push pull. 
They're not. Uh, okay. Power, I don't think. But fuck, he's, he's a good, good squatter, though. He's, he's, a, he's a decent he, squatter. Uh, he um he squats almost exclusively with the SSB. Yeah. Um. um just uh, and honestly, shoulders. I think that's awesome. That's if if I transition to push pull after worlds, that's I'm yeah. still going to squat regularly, but. I'll probably do the majority uh, of my work yeah, with the SSB because it, it helps your deadlift. The SSB mm-hmm. makes a huge difference on your deadlift. And if you ever do go back to squatting, you'll squat a lot more from right. SSB. Like back squat doesn't translate to SSB super directly. But if you go up and wait on right. your SSB, your back squat will it's immediately like, go up. It's like um, sumo translates horribly to conventional, but conventional, conventional goes great for yep. sumo. Unless you have really weak hips, then sumo does help. But yeah. Um, in doses. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, he's uh, cause he's going to the Netherlands this year. Yeah, um, he was in Beijing three or four years ago. He's all over. The, he's been all over this country or all over. This so country. until this fucker out benches me, though, I don't care what weight class. He's I in. want you to get. To, I want you to cut down to two forty five and try and out bench so, him. Okay, so here's what's gonna. Happen. Are you guys sitting at the same body weight? I mean, technically, if he doesn't cut any weight, we're both two seventy fivers right now. Right, because I'm I'm two sixty six right now. But and, your goal and, is to get down to two forty five or two in the two forty two class. Right? So I. I'm cutting weight for the honeymoon because I want. We're gonna do some beach pictures, and I want to have like I don't want to look like a fat piece of shit the first couple days. Then after the photos are I was done, like, once I'm the photos be, are done, you can eat shit. Well, so I'm doing 75 hard right now too, um, and it's going it's going well. Um, I didn't know that. Why haven't you been talking about that? You I, I threw it on my. It's on my story every day when I, I'm. This will be day five, and and I'm so far so good, man. I, mean, I don't you know, pay attention to your story. That's all right. It's it's okay. a lot of memes and then like I'll bitch Super about political stuff, bullshit and then yeah every I, there's there's probably every a, third there's one. like a a twenty percent political diatribe in the form of memes and then there's like <laughs> like seventy to seventy five percent just funny shit and then there's like one post of whatever day I'm on seventy five hard so I know we said <laughs> um, I know we said no politics but those are definitely some Joe Biden numbers those are fucking inflated <laughs> as hell or yeah no under the, the, underestimated no the, the so it's second like Trump one, numbers the, the, um, no the <laughs> second one was super inflated the one not political where they're just funny rather inflated well some of the political like 20%. ones twenty percent some of the political ones are really funny though. It's true. So, so there's crossover. I suppose. So it's hard to do the numbers. Try, you're trying to double dip. Okay. <laughs> so so we are we're <laughs> we've made it or at least I've mentally made it a goal and we talked about it briefly today to not to talk not about touch on politics. The it's shooting too, stuff today cuz it's just it's too fresh. It's too it's I, I don't want to talk about it. Well, and plus my my other thought is um say our podcast blows up in like 6 months or something. I'm which, not which would be super cool. So it would drastically affect my ability to get a job. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think we ever in Texas they'll be fine because <laughs> we're conservatives, right? Um, but but I feel like like I've done this before. I'm, I found a podcast that I really like, and they're like a hundred episodes in. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I want to hear all of them, and I'll go back and listen to them. And the political stuff is such like a in this moment, this is what's happening it kind of age thing. Well. It doesn't. It, or at least in it, my experience, yeah, stuff I, I've seen, it does not talking age about well. lifting, just having like bro out conversations yeah. about shit that's not timely, right? It is more fun to listen to later than like, oh, I remember when that shit was going on. Yeah, that was annoying. You know, right? Well, actually, so I'm like the opposite. I get pissed. I get agitated. So like, I'll pull <laughs> up like an old podcast, and they'll make a political reference that's way, way out of bounds or something, or they'll make they'll say something that was way out of touch. Or right. is now like pretty out of touch, and then I will get like irritated about it. I'm like, gotcha. God damn it! How can we be so like? 
five years ago so backwards or something. Right. Like, God. So, now, to like, be fair, I think I will completely agree with the I mean, vast I, majority I of things. I, I don't think I'm going to change. Because I feel like we speak more on our personal principles, and at this point, I don't see our principles changing. Right, and that's for me but if I was where I plant my faggot. Fucking <laughs> A. Oh, man. Hey, if you're looking to hire Preston, he said faggot once. Oh, fuck. I'm but, tired. But by accident and not in relation to what it would pertain to at all. No, I was just about <laughs> to say I plant my flag. Yes. My... I make decisions based on where my moral code is, not my my emotions. Now, if I was running a podcast when I was like 16, I'd probably go back and be like, wow, I was a fucking idiot. Right. Uh, Or or even when I was like early 20s. Well, actually, it's funny. You're talking about stuff back when we were 16. Um, I was just having a conversation with someone a little bit ago, and we were talking about some stuff, some pretty like heavy, hardcore stuff. And he was like, dude, if I told you what, like some of the stuff I did, you'd look at me different or you would never talk to me again. And I text him, you know, after I kind of sat on it and I said, dude, so if, if I am going to dictate who I interact with based on their past, based on shit they hopefully have learned from by now, like, like (laughs) I'm never going to have anybody to fucking talk to because the only like of all the pe- all the people I talk to have done some like yeah. really stupid shit. Well, and you're like, and, and like that's and how no one, we learn. You're like, yeah, no one would probably talk to me either. I'm like, <laughs> y'all want to? No one would interact with me. I mean, I was like, I've got my fair share of skeletons, um, like, and they're <sighs> they're pretty prevalent. So like, right? Like, I, I I don't I don't judge people based on their history. It's uh, I judge them based on what they are now. Uh, history is an indicator, right? But like. History is not always a true, true judgment of character. Right, it's not a, it's not a, uh, a true representation. Fate. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> my thing is, is as we age, our perspective grows. Right, and so like if you talked to fuck, if you talked to me twenty years ago when I was eight years old, I wouldn't have known shit about shit. Ten years ago when I was I don't 17, know shit 18, about fuck. I had oh my god, I wouldn't want to. Me now would beat the shit out of seventeen-year-old me <laughs> for the shit that I had said and like the stupid shit. Like, like it's I f- like I like, feel like I feel like twenty-year-old me would try to beat the shit out of thirty-nine-year-old me and lose. Yes, man. I don't know, man. I was I was a good fighter yeah, back then. Fighter. I'm, I'm out of practice. I'm, so, I might look scary now, though. If you and I had tried to interact ten years ago, we wouldn't. Like that's like, yeah. that's like how bad of like an individual I was. I was just not a good like. So I grew up. And Preston sucks now. So that just tells you how bad he was. Right, back then. I'm a shithead now. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm I'm just well. I have a zero tolerance for ignorance, and mm. I was a hundred percent ignorant. And I I make it a point, or I try to make it a point to let people not be ignorant about right. like and just make ignorant comments about stupid shit. And I actually confronted my dad about that um, when we were driving back from Texas. You know. <laughs> he's I like your dad but he he definitely 14 hours he definitely in crosses, a car, crosses but, a couple lines yeah and so <laughs> I talked to my dad about that and I like straight up confronted him and I'm like dude you realize like if you don't stop with that shit like you're and Hannah and I have kids you're not gonna see them because we're not gonna let you expose them and he and I talked about it and he yeah. was like he was like talking about like these were the things that he learned from his dad and like I mean right. my grandfather was a horrible individual like I mean, I love him to death. He taught me a lot of really important things, but he was a horrible individual. Well, like, and and you I don't grow have up a single and, positive memory of him. Well, and and so you grow up, and right. and you you realize like the people you idolized growing up are real people, right? And and me and Ellen were talking about this the other day. It's not about 
if you're screwed up from your childhood, no matter what your childhood was, you right. can, you could be living in Carmel, Indiana. You could be living your in your childhood. You could be living in Eagleton and, and and enjoying yourself. <laughs> but but to some degree, no one's perfect, and you're gonna have some baggage from your childhood, even if you had a great childhood. Right. And maybe maybe your baggage is that you had a great childhood, and you feel like you're guilty that you had such a great childhood and other people didn't. Right. And and. It's not a matter of if you fuck your kids up. It's a matter of how you fuck your kids up. Exactly. And uh, and you can do your best, and I think that's super important. But, like, there definitely comes a time when you grow up and you're like, wow, this person that I thought was perfect is actually just a normal fuck up like me. You right. Know? Well, and so my dad and I were talking about it, and he, he's got, like, he's got an impulse problem. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard him talk about how he just, like, sometimes doesn't have a filter. Like, he was straight up honest with me. He's like, sometimes I'm just impulse because... When I was growing up, my father never, you know, my grandfather never gave my dad the time of day. Right. You know, so my dad would do stupid shit to get the time of day or he would stay, say stupid shit to get the time of day. And I'm like, no wonder I do that. Right. And he's like, yeah. So like I have to unlearn basically 40 years of programming to get the attention, to get my dad to give me the time of day. That makes a ton of sense. And so then you, like, learned that stuff, and then you're like, wow, I'm a fucking asshole for never, like, taking that perspective. You know? Dude, I was on a, a podcast yesterday or the day before. Uh, Tuesday, I think you said you were on a podcast. Yeah, so I recorded with him Tuesday. I don't know if it's posted yet. Hold on, let me, let me pull um, up so I can so I can shout him out. Uh, nah, 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 you don't nah. even know. Hey, the tornado sirens went off. And your neighbor's house is gone. Uh, you know what? I didn't like I, them anyway. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, oh, there it is. Doc 51 performance is, I think that's like his parent company. Shit, I'm a dick. Well, when I remember what, what the name of the actual podcast was. Yeah. Yeah, you don't I, even know. He doesn't even I'm, know. I'm Radio a, silence. Oh, oh here we I'm go. Try, here we I'm go. No, no, like, no. No, I got it. I got it. Trying to vamp or make noise. So the host, the host is my buddy Eric Dahl, and he's 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 badass. He's an Olympic lifter. He's a really good master or masters lifter. Mm -hmm. Um, He's buddy with with uh, my friend John, and he's actually you and your team like solicited noise from your phone, man. What's going on over my phone? Yeah, I heard your phone. Our people are gonna. How'd you hear my phone? Because you have a microphone right there. By what? the phone, and I the phone or the microphone picked up. My phone up your didn't phone. make any noises. I heard a noise. Was it like? No, it was like some sort of like background like noise. I don't know. We'll have to re-listen <laughs> to it. If if, okay. if 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 our listeners did not hear a noise, the person's gonna have to go get medicated. Yeah, Preston needs medication. So it is. <laughs> I knew it was a bunch of letters. I just couldn't remember. So P F R S with periods in between. It stands for plan, fail, recover, succeed. Um, and it's, it's a cool podcast. It's, it's gym stuff. It's business stuff. Um, I was on there and the only reason I I thought of that other than, Hey, you know, throw him a plug, um, is that that was one thing we talked about was that, um, so we were talking about how I just obsess and get obsessively good on things and like impulse and dive in and just stay in until I'm good at it. Kind of like, that's a behavior trait I have. Mm -hmm. And that's a hundred percent my dad. Uh, we talked about, and you guys listen to the podcast. It's it's again uh, P F R S, <laughs> um, and we talk about that a little bit on there. And yeah, hundred percent, man, you're you're like a product of that of that 
environment and and that can be really good or really bad but either way it's really important to be aware enough to know where that shit comes from right because then if you're aware that you have it and you're aware that you know where it came from you know how to plan for it and you know use it to your advantage instead of letting it destroy you you know right and i think that's so important as some people and you know i'm i am totally guilty of this is um and i i kind of still do this um Running away from like your hit, your past or your problems, it's never like great. And like you could take that, you could take make the argument that my decision to move to Texas partially is running away from my past or my problems, which is fine. But I also, I'm also one that's not afraid to talk about like the bullshit. Right, like, like if, like, obviously not on the well, podcast. Not, I'm not, not going to go spouting out my skeletons. I mean, it, but it could be a piece of it, but like, there's another big piece of it too. Is, is that's the university, that's the university <laughs> yeah. that like has the program you want? Right, and so that's like the big thing for me um, is like the university. Um, and can we talk about people from Texas for a brief moment, dude? They're weird. Like it's Texas, holy dog shit! Only steers and queers come from Texas. You it don't is... much look like a steer to me, now, do you, boy? <laughs> that is a quote from Full Metal Jacket. I was not deriding anyone specifically, so, but God, that's a great movie. That's a great movie. Um, <laughs> no, so Texas is strange. Um, I've never gone to an in, uh, like a, a city, like a large state like that. Like mm-hmm. Texas is the biggest state I've ever been to. It's the second largest population in square miles wise in the union. And I'm like, no one's going to know anybody here. Like you're, everybody's going to be a stranger. It'll right. be like no such thing as small town, dude, everybody fucking knew everybody I was in. So that's very much a South thing. Like I was in Denton, Texas, which has a population of 150,000 people or something. Well, like of that. course they're going to know each other. And everybody there. fucking knew. Like I'm at There's I'm only 150 in, people, man. 150,000. Yeah. Oh, 150,000. I thought you said 150. I no, was like, 150,000. Well, yeah, no, I'm sitting there, and that's where the university's at. I'm sitting there having dinner. With, there's two universities there, actually. Um, I'm sitting there having dinner with my dad, and like, it, I'm watching this big group of people, four different people who are not a part of this group, walk in, give them <laughs> hugs, say hi. I'm like, what? And then go about their business. I'm like, what the fuck are we in? Also, every stereotype about Texas, true. So true. It's funny, or not every I beg stereotype. I to differ with one of them specifically. Not every stereotype is true, but like the big hair, the hats. They're stereotypes for a reason. Like they are stereotypes for a reason. And I literally told my dad, I said, Hannah and I are gonna have so much damn fun down here. <laughs> Just people watching. Yeah, because we're so judgy. We are, and you know what? That's like one of our favorite things to do at You're restaurants. Like, my favorite pastime is to talk shit. Well, because we go to uh, like we'll go to. Um, like rather nice restaurants, mm-hmm. um, you know, where we're like, we'll we'll go in there and spend 120, 150 bucks. Sorry, guys, if you're listening, Fuck. mom and dad. Um, like, but like, we'll go to the Union Fifty. We went down to an indie. I think our first time we spent 80, 90 bucks there. Nice. But like, we'll go down there and we'll 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 sit there. We'll eat, and then we look at the people that that um that go there. We kind of analyze them because right. that's one of the things that like. And we're not wealthy by no means, but we do try to live. But you sure blow your shit. Right. <laughs> well, we try to live within like our means. And one of the things we try to do. Um, well, if, I was, you, if you budget it out to have is, times is like we that, budget it, it. To, Well, and when we first started dating, when I made a lot more money, we, we did it like a lot. Right. Like we could do it damn near weekly. I mean, I made enough money. Um, and we, when I took my new job, we kind of continued that. And then we, I realized, oh, you're like, who shit? That ain't going to work. Can't afford that. So we go, we do that periodically once every like month or so, month and a half. We try to go do that. 
Um, and, and, and it seems to work out, but like we appreciate it a lot more cause now we have to like work a lot harder right. for it. We appreciate the food more, but like one of the things that was important to us is we really got to bond over like just watching people, just watching people interact with each other and like be judgy ass, pretentious assholes. Dude, my favorite thing, and I, I was a bouncer for a long time just as like side side gig when I was working at the bank and then working in property management um, just because in those jobs, it's like you have to be nice to people who are total cunts. Right. Uh, especially in the wealth management side of things. Yeah. <laughs> like if someone's being a dick, but they're worth like, you, you learn know, to kiss. You learn to if kiss. They're, the if they're worth like well. five million dollars, you don't want to necessarily lose the account. Um, right. But, but man, I was I was like I loved being a bouncer for for one reason is when someone's fucking up, you can be like, bro, you're fucking up. Be careful, right. you're out of here. Right. Um, and I was never like a try to pick fights kind of bouncer guy. But like you know, if if something needed to be said, I was more than happy to offer good customer service to my my good clientele <laughs> and by being mean to the shitty people um but yeah dude but my favorite thing about bouncing was just watching people man drunk people are really fun dude, to watch so, and analyze is so good so i um and I'm, i better not speak too much i don't drink a lot i did end up i so i have uh i had a drink i went out so our kids had prom uh-huh. And so after the kids got done with prom, some of the people I went to work with that I work with, we all went to the bars and we had a, we had a good time. And it was just interesting because that'd be the, that was the first time I had gone out and not really drank. Like normally I'm out and I'm not driving anywhere. I ain't fucking right. Shit. Right. Like I'm out there. So you're, get, you're getting drunk. Yeah. So I'm out there and yeah. I'm like, I think we were, I was out there for like four hours and I had a total of eight drinks. And I told Hannah, she's like, I'd be on the floor. I'm like, no, not really, but like that is less well, than a drink, out, a drink an drink hour. A, yeah, yeah. A, drink, a drink a half hour is yeah. what you did, and that that's or that's two drinks an hour, which is way yeah. but would put me person my size below the legal limit, no problem. Well, and, and given you know in the past if you have some sort of tolerance or something, right? Like, yeah, you can drink a fair amount and not be fucked up. But yeah, being kind of it's it very, was it was interesting. It's it was fun. Very interesting. It's fun to be drunk with drunk people, but it's also super fun to be the sober one watching the drunk people. As long as you don't have to take care of any of the drunk people, right? Well, if I have to take care of people i um <laughs> i'm kind of mean like i i like like i tell people all the time i'm like if you throw up i'm just gonna make fun of you like, yeah i just I, push people into things when they're drunk right well if I'm, I'm sober and they're drunk i'll be like oh man you must be really drunk you fell over and it was because i pushed them oh i thought you meant you push them into like peer pressure them oh that's good too because like you and i are, I'm, I'm just kidding i don't i didn't actually push someone into a wall and tell them they were drunk and that's why it happened. But yeah, like, you did. You're it'd be funny. Be <laughs> I want to do that now. No, but like you and I both are horrible instigators. I am like a terrible influence with my peers. <laughs> Dude. Well, it was, so it was one of my coworkers birthday. So Preston makes you do stupid things. I go, Hey, drunk Preston, you should definitely just start that business. I'm like a, I'm like a, push you to do great things with your life when you're drunk guy oh i'm a horrible no i'm not i'm a i'm not that either you're not that because you definitely are just as bad as me because i remember pretty instigating i remember going to the bar and like oh i'm not gonna drink much but you can have my shots you fucker people kept buying me shots i don't want to drink them like you (laughs) no it's it's uh it's just funny that that that, that's my thing now that's like what i've done and Honestly, you know, I got back. Hannah said she had a lot of anxiety because she was worried about me coming home really drunk, and I totally justifiable, like based off my track record. 
of just getting really drunk and driving drunk. Oh, gotcha. Um, like, so I was, was going to say, when we lived together, you didn't really do that. Like, I think we went out like one time where you got drunk. But and, like, we didn't go but, out. But the, well, and even when we did go out, it's like we'd have a drink or two. It was never like a let's get smashed thing every weekend. Yeah, but I we think, did that like one weekend. Yeah, and it was fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Like that fucking <laughs> yeah. So no, I um I told her I said I didn't enjoy it. I'll be honest. It was it was kind of stressful for me because I was you know I have I have a drinking problem. You know I'll right. be I'll be honest. Like it's not something that is. You were in a fraternity. Everyone in a fraternity. Has right, a like we're problem. all drunks. Um, no, so I'm like constantly like, all right, I'm here. If I have this or this, I'm done. We're done. Like, like I'm constantly like on guard, and that was annoying for me. I couldn't enjoy being out. So, like, I told her, I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to go out again because simply because, a, it's too exp- it's, it's expensive. I don't want to spend money, and b, I don't want to be constantly counting my drinks right. or thinking how long has it been or like what drink did I have, what cocktail did I have? Oh shit, someone bought me a shot. I now have to like think about what was in the alcohol. Is this alcohol going to make me become a dick? Right. Like, what am I getting ready? Like, that's not fun. Yeah, like, there's a lot sucked. more. Well, so so, and I think. And I don't are, know if that's are, a maturity thing well, or not. No, I think it's I think it's a personality thing, right? So like if you look at you and me, like I'm I'm down for a good time, but I'm also like like you said earlier, like pretty chill. Like James right. is pretty chill. And you as a person, like, you're a good dude, but you're definitely a more intense person, just oh, in general, yeah. right? So you take like like I get drunk, I just get, you know, kinda happy and I'm still chill, you know? Right. Um whereas when you get drunk, if you're intense and something like crosses your brain the wrong way. Yeah. And you're an intense personality. It's just like you got to be a little more on your P's and Q's. You got to be a little more careful. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'm going to be like more likely to slap a motherfucker sober than I am drunk. Right. So I and I, I 100% agree with that. I think I think you could make the argument that me drunk is the same me taking anabolics. It just makes me more of whatever I am. A little I more am. on edge. So I, whatever personality or emotion I'm feeling at that time is going to be just like a little more. It's going to be so much more magnified. So like if I'm kind of depressed that day or I'm dealing with some depressive thoughts, I'm going to get depressed. Right. Like I'm going to shut down and we saw that um after my granddad, my grandfather died and I shut yep. down for like a fucking week. Yep. And I went on a, like a week long bender of that was horrible. <laughs> um or if I'm agitated, I'm going to get into a fight or I'm going to try to fight someone. Right. And then I'm going to self-destruct implode yeah. and then that's horrible. not great as an adult. <laughs> no, you go to jail. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter how many police officer friends you have. You just You're gotta going to make jail. sure they throw the first punch. You just find someone that looks as drunk and agitated as you and talk shit. Yeah, but see, the thing is, if somebody <laughs> throws the first punch, I don't have an off button. If they throw the first punch, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna go to jail for <laughs> beating someone to pulp. Hey, if they threw the first punch and you can articulate to a jury of your peers that I you do felt not in think danger. a judge is going to be like, so he's unconscious and you're still punching him. That's not self defense. I couldn't tell he was unconscious. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, domestic violence and assault are not funny, not funny things to joke about. Domestic is at home. Oh, uh, well, you know what I mean. Bar bar, bar, bar violence is not funny. And yeah, it is. I also work, like, some of the people <laughs> I work with, their significant others are pretty bad alcoholics. Uh, so I'm also, like, I'm not that. I'm better than that mindset, which is such a toxic mindset to have. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, that's just, like, me, my personality, I guess. So, like, I it's taken me a long time to learn it. So, hey. I learned it. Yes. 
Is it raining? You, you remember? You remember Tyler East? Yeah, he's Tyler? down in Texas. He is down in Texas, Dallas, um, nonetheless. Is it Dallas or is it Austin? It's it's a suburb of one of those. Two. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I, I can remember. message him. So his birthday was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he turned thirty nine and thirty four. He's old. Thirty four. He's old. God, such a baby. Um, <laughs> I remember when I was thirty four. Um, but he is actually in town from the thirty first through the fourth. The thirty first of uh, of May? this month. Yes. So like wow. next Tuesday, so, he'll be here Tuesday to Saturday. Wow. So like I can't go. I was like, dude, we should go. And then I'm like, oh shit, I'm prepping. So like, because the last time we went out so, was with Tyler. So stay stay with me here. Stay with me. Stick with me. What I'm what, what else happens on the fourth? You getting married? I'm getting married on the fourth. Your meet's on the fifth, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying my wedding's real small and I don't have any groomsmen and no one's no one's gotten together a bachelor party for me. Is that <laughs> what the fuck this is? I was so I was I trying hope- to lead you there and make it your idea, but but, I- uh, but apparently I had to I had to say it. I just had to say it. So- Preston, I need a bachelor party. I don't need like strippers and blow. Thank just, you for thank you I, for making that clear. Cause, well, because I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is public. This is public knowledge. I don't know anything about that stuff. I have never. Touched I just want to like like I want to go out and like hang with my boys. And since Tyler's wow. in town too, it'd be like it'd be cool to hang with my boys. But like, uh, but not not crazy. Hang with second. My boys. Say you said Tuesday. Of course, homie's not gonna, he's not going to be here on Memorial Day. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck his problem is. First, he moves to Texas for a girl, bro, that it didn't work out with. Right. Well, just I mean, like when he moved to South Dakota for a girl and it didn't work out with, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, but he has a new girl down there that's actually really cool. And she things, seems things like, like pretty cool. Like she seems like she makes him really happy. Yeah, like, they seem. They diff- seem it's different than the other ones. Yeah, and, and the other one, the 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 one he moved down there for Ashley, um, is. is Nothing against her or whatever. Is she a basket but, case, but well, it just or was it, that the previous? one? I feel like he that was the that was the previous one. I knew one of she them was, was a, an indie. Yeah, yeah, and, that one uh, was a basket, and case. she sucks. Yeah, um, but I always told him she sucks, but I love you, man. I got your back no matter what you want to do. Um, but so this girl was cool, but I feel like he moved down there and it was very infatuation, right? Like a lot of infatuation between the two of them, and then when you get there and the rubber hits the road and you're with each other a lot. It just, I just, I just think, I, I think she actually broke it off with him. So I think oh, really? in her mind, it wasn't what she thought it was going to be. Right. So he kind of got fucked. But, but then he found this other chick and she seems super cool and they seem really happy and they've right. been together for what, like three or four months now. They've been together. Point. Oh, it was long longer than that. Than that. Yeah. I think so. Because I think when he moved there, I think him and the other girl were together maybe a month or two before she was like, I don't know. And then, uh, Right, right. And then he ended up meeting this other girl after that. So. Man, god damn it. But yeah, he's in town, so I'm just saying we should we should hang. I'm going to be mid-water cut. You have horrible we'll do, uh... timing. <laughs> Literally, we're not doing... Hey, like, if we hey, do anything, it'll hey, be... my wedding was planned before your meet. Fuck you. <laughs> I, um... You can't, you can't win the bet at Worlds if you don't qualify, Preston. I'm well aware. <laughs> But really, it's just a really elaborate scheme to get you to not qualify for worlds, so I can beat you, and you have to pay me. What? what I don't even remember. Is it a hundred bucks? Hundred bucks. Yeah, All you right. said like a kabuki bar, and I was like, "Fuck you." 
<laughs> I know because I was that was I don't the buy that. that was the level of confidence I had in my lifts. Yeah, now. I mean by Wilkes, I'm I'm I think we'll be close. <sighs> it's but gonna I th- be fun. I think you'll pull it out. I think I don't think I will. I mean, I have I'm notorious for shit in the bed and the meat. I've never had a good meat. My best meat's like six for nine. So I will say, I am at the lightest body weight I've been at in probably three or four years. Yeah, and my true. and my numbers pretty decent right I now know. considering that that's why i'm like, so when i push my body weight back up to 275 280 i'm gonna right. be feeling real fucking well good. and so and i'm I not am, even really on anything right now oh no nor am i yeah well and so my thing is is i am and that's what i was just about to say so you've got that going for you i've never been like like buying a house is such a new stress. your stress is fucking like my lifting. stress in the last 180 days has been unreal like between contemplating quitting my job putting my notice in then creating a job for me to stay right like i have not had a normal relation or relationship with my emotions and stress and i don't know how long bro um it's so bad i've started like doing mini meditation stuff sometimes and like running and like i'm doing all kinds of things that are not normal characteristics of mine like running i take my dogs on runs damn near daily yeah with, with like and it's helping my recovery and it's helping my mental health but like i'm doing shit i don't normally do yeah you're definitely doing a lot more output and then the stress on top of that i mean it duh your lifts aren't great right now it makes complete and, sense when you look at your life stress right but they don't have to be like you know a plus lifts mm-hmm. anyway for this meet, so that's right. Fine. Well, and I'm talking worlds. I'm just talking calendar, like the full calendar year to like prep. Like yeah. my stresses, and and even then, when we hit count the worlds, I will have just been moved. So it definitely just looks like you're building up excuses for when I kick your ass. <laughs> that or I'm that or I'm going to come out. Um, hey man, seven fifty is what Chris thinks we're going to get at worlds dude i'm excited to see it that'll be i'm badass. excited to pull on a what day ball. will you be lifting you'll be lifting on saturday i'll be on the same day as you i'm sunday i think it's the 242s and heavier are sunday i'm saturday your cat is pissed yeah he doesn't like being locked out of that room when the <laughs> other cat's getting attention um so i think you're saturday and i'm sunday am i i thought i was on the same day so i think super heavies because no you're I, a 198er so 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 it is Maybe I am Saturday. I don't remember what my time. What I my know day was. for a fact I'm Sunday, and I thought it was like the two forty twos and heavier. I could be wrong though. But I thought it was two twenties. It might be two twenties and heavier. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't thought know. it was the heaviest, but I don't remember. Um, I not, honestly, it's splitting hairs for me. Not to make. I mean, you're going to be there anyway, right? <laughs> not to make this a Tyler cast, but I think he's doing a qualifying meet in August for Worlds. Really? So he's planning on going to Worlds too. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, and he'll be a two twenty. He'll be. He's going to do two twenty or two forty two. Either one of those, he's got the numbers for. So I because his bench, he I've hit, got the two. I've got the two twenty numbers. He hit four twenty five on bench for a double the other day. Well, so here's here's the other thing that I might do. I, I'm going to look at what the two twenty qualifying numbers are because if my total at this meet at one ninety eight gets me the two twenty qualifying, you numbers, can do two twenty at worlds. I will bump up the weight class for yeah. sure. I think like, that's smart because, like, the way I mean, I'm gonna pull the I'm gonna pull the pull the pull will be there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me to blow my my bench up specifically my bench more than anything else, yeah, you that want over that extra that four, weight. I want that extra weight because even though I'll jump up a class, it, my Wilkes isn't gonna move. Yeah. So if I go in and I compete at like two fifteen, 
because I'm walking around at 215. Not having to worry about a water cut. Not having really to worry about fun. a water cut. So, like, when I walked into that one at that 221 where I had, like, the 625 or 630 squat. Yeah. And me, um, I was, like, 217, but I was kind of soft. Yep. I think I was, like, I would say 17% body fat. The goal would be if I go hey, up Hey, that's two, a percent higher than I am right now. Yeah, right. Like, I was, I was <laughs> thick. Um, the goal would be double, about 12, 13% is where I feel... The leanest Optimal and strongest, yeah, twelve to thirteen, yeah. I think, is where I try to stay. I, I I maintain like about where I'm at body fat percentage wise right now. Nice. Um, maybe I'd like to be a little bit leaner, but that's I think more for aesthetic, not performance. Right. Well, I mean, um, if you're at twelve percent, you have visible abs, and yeah. and the data when you look at research on performance by body fat percentage for, I think 12, for athletes, twelve to fifteen is about where it is. Twelve 16 to, 15, to seventeen. Twelve to fifteen for women. is the sweet spot for men. Yeah, to, I think um, you get up 17, and there's 18 a, for women. There's always outliers. Right. Uh, but um, but chances are you're not the outlier. Right. Because uh, that's why they're outliers. Right. And you're not the outlier. Right. And I, I don't, <laughs> I think I've I've never, I think Most the leanest aren't. I've ever been is 9%. And that was like for a very brief, like 48 hour period. Like right. I was like, I think I'd been finished like a really long, I think I did a fast. I was fasting or something. But like, so that's. That's kind of my, like, I would like to hit the 220 and then say, hey, I'm going to go to do 220. This is my numbers at 198. Right. And they'll be like, all right. Um, because I, excuse me, I think, I think getting up to 220, I think if I can keep the stress level low, I'm starting to figure out how to eat. Nice. So that's the big issue. That was, that's always been one of my obstacles is just knowing how to eat. Right. Um, and, and so Hannah and I are getting in, she's, she's helping me eat. We're trying, I, we're improving my relationship with food and like, right. I thought it was pretty good, but it's Yeah, I was going to say that surprises me. I, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, I thought, so I thought my relationship was pretty good. And then I like realized that I just don't eat enough. Like I mm. don't eat enough to maintain and I'm not, and I always would like do the opposite cause I didn't want to get fat and I have this gotcha. well, intense path because you, you were being fat. You were you were you know dad body a little a little yeah, chunky when yeah. you first started lifting. Yeah, so, when I first started getting and back only, into lifting, I, I only, was two thirty, and I only knew you as like Preston, who's already lean. So I yeah. never knew you in the, in that phase. So when yeah. you first told me that, I was like, oh man, that's weird. But it, but it doesn't make sense how, yeah. how you get scared of like I don't know if I want to move up a weight class. Yeah, because you you got some head trash on. Yeah, it. that head that head's a motherfucker because I'm just yeah. like afraid of like I have this toxic. I have a fat phobia. Like I am yeah. toxically afraid of becoming heavy and overweight and fat and out of shape. And that fat phobia keeps is, you a lean motherfucker. It, well, it, it, no, it, <laughs> it definitely is detrimental to my performance. Um, well, and I mean, we've talked about that. We've in, I've said it a million times. You should eventually be in a two forty two class, right. For your height, so. right. So that's that's definitely going to be a battle you'll have to fight because like you'll probably put on a little body fat getting up there, but once you get up to like two fifty and then work your way back down to walking weight at like two forty five, yeah. you'll be recomping quite a bit. I would like to know what my um, myostatin limit is. Yeah, um, I think I use that 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 terminology correctly um, to like you know where my genetic maximal body weight is. Right, like like what my body's what your frame is. My frame is actually holding naturally able to carry. Well, now the trick is though, with that because you can augment that. You, you can take if you there are supplementations that, that you can do. Yeah, if you're getting addition. on if you're getting on the juicy juice, it's a moot point. Well, so no, it still matters. 
It still well, matters because then you because like so or at least from what I've learned and the people I've talked to the reason yeah, I just don't know enough about it I guess so I guess the re- the big reason why bodybuilders turn to insulin and growth hormone is because they have to push past that myostatin limit right um, so there is a compound called YK11 not a doctor this is not pharmaceutical advice but basically what it does take drugs kids is it reduces that myostatin. <laughs> So it allows you to get bigger. Um, gotcha. I saw that they did an experiment with that with mice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like very interesting. It's like very, it's like very impressive well, what it does. And they they basically got cued onto it from those cows that have like no the the that. Belgian bull blue, mm-hmm. blue bull is mm-hmm. um yeah which yeah that's a, those are interesting dog or interesting dogs interesting and those cows. and those cows are not on steroids. No, their no. body just does not does it not doesn't have produce myostatin. Yeah. And um, Eddie Hall says that he doesn't produce myostatin or his body barely produces any myostatin and cuz he that's, was talking it's possible he was talk cuz he talked about that um on i think the rogue was he on rogan uh, no on, on rogue on the rogue thing they did when he pulled that 500 kilo the first time and he almost died mm-hmm. he's like my limiting factor wasn't my ability to eat it was that i was going to die right not that my body couldn't get any bigger it's that if i got bigger it would kill me yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting, which it makes sense why he be, was able to blow up like a bowling ball. Oh yeah. And not take any. I mean, he may have. I mean, obviously, he I'm took sure he shit, was on something. Most of the, most of like, the people at that level are. But like, it wasn't his limiting factor. Was his 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 physiological limitation? He could. He thinks he could put on as much mass and gain as much weight as he wanted. Huh. Um, you know, and and, and that makes sense because then because that kind of helps make sense of like why some people who have like no matter what the metabolism is. They will only go so heavy. Right. Like, for me, I've tried. Like, I have legit tried for, like, a month or so to get as heavy as I can. As heavy as you can doesn't happen in a month, Preston. Without it, without becoming, like, a fat piece of shit. And my scale yeah. just won't move enough. Like Eat it, more. It will cr- I, I top out at about 219, but I'm fat. Yeah. Well, so, so, like, if I'm leaner... So, the trick is, and I actually... I'll send you this later, but I, uh, I've i been tracking my weight since... Um, I pushed up to right at about 300 pounds, like 297 on meat day um, at Nationals, USSF Nationals, uh, this past year, because mm-hmm. I wanted to, like have a big bench and have a good like I wanted I wanted that I wanted right, to have a bigger that, bench so I moved big, yeah. I moved to that 308 class and I was trying to fill it out as much as I could and I I wasn't fat fat but I definitely put on body fat right uh-huh. like, I have before and after pictures and it's pretty that's noticeable yeah I mean it's, I know it's definitely I know noticeable um but because I spent that whole year essentially going from 275 pushing up to 300 pounds um and just continuing to build strength and continue to add weight a lot of that weight was muscle you know there was fat too right but, but now i i'm at 266 now and i am as lean or leaner than i was when i first moved back to uh lafayette four years ago at like 255 right so like i kept a lot of that mass i put on so when i cut back down i'm like just as lean as i was right but like i'm a i'm, I'm noticeably bigger than i was right you know in 20 18 or 19 or whenever that was so i mean it it, it sucks because you get bigger and you you're like yeah i feel kind of gross and fat and i definitely felt kind of gross and fat at yeah. times but then knowing i was always going to be coming down and knowing that the package i was going to have once i got back down is like so much better so as long as you can take like the long term like hey maybe you push up to like 235 mm-hmm. and then you go down to 219 or two 222 right. you're gonna be like 
a bad motherfucker. Right. And, 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 and that's kind of depending on how this goes. You know, if I can pull, if I pull 700, I fully expect to have a qualifying total for a 220 weight class. Like I'm, yep. I'm almost a hundred percent positive. Dude, I think that'd be great if you could, if you could get in the headspace to push into that weight class. Yeah. Well, because I think, I think like, I'm in a position. It's like 140 days out once you compete. Well, you got and tons so, of time. so the biggest limiting factor has always been my diet. Yeah. And my diet has never been on point like it is now. And I had I had said something to Hannah about it the other day because I I I legitimately know for a fact like 181 is not ever going to be a possibility for me to even water cut into. Whereas yeah, like there's, in, in previous previous me it's like there like I was like yeah I could water cut it. It would it'd be very painful Your but performance I could do it. sucked ass right. when you do that too. Right, but like now I know for a fact I have too much muscle on my now, body to yeah. even get there. Which is and, which is a good problem to have. Right, right. So like I'm like this is the leanest I've ever been. Well, and you're at still 203. And you're still under 30. So it's like you still got lots mm-hmm. of time to yeah, put on quality, quality muscle. Right. Like normally when I'm rolling around at 205, I might have some abs or I've yeah, got abs. Lean but, right like, now. but like I have like significant quad separation and yep. stuff. And so I'm like, okay, so I am not walking around with the body fat that I had. And obviously we could just simply step on the end body scale right. and pull up my numbers from when I first used it, because we can track. Right. Like, the one of the cool blessings that we have is I can pull up that in-body right. history, and we can go deep. Like, we can go from my first one to right now, my first one in 2013, 2014, nice. um, when I was in high school. Ooh, dude. So, I- like, you can show that progression. I can pull up when I first started losing weight, when I was, like, Two, I think the, I think it says I weighed 229 or 227. I, I have some sales pitching to do here, and then we should probably bring this bad boy yeah. in, in for a landing because I know you got some stuff that you got to get to doing too. Um, I, uh, I There will be a link in the bio. I've started using Whoop, which what is... What the fuck is Whoop? It's this little wristband thing I have on. Mm-hmm. So think like Fitbit, mm-hmm. but can measure recovery for lifting. Really? So it's got HRV. What's the, what's the is, dollar? What's the dollar amount on that bad boy? So it is. It, and the, do you wear it all the day? The band is free. It's waterproof. I wear it all the time. Uh, right now, I got the battery charger on it, which is also waterproof. That's why it looks kind of big and bulky. Oh, right I, now, I didn't but, know that. Um, but yeah. What does it look like without the band? Interesting. Yeah. Does it tell time? No, it's not a watch. It's it's per, purely for performance metrics. Okay. Um. So it it has the key thing that I like is it has HRV on it, which is your heart rate variability. And what that is, is your heart has its normal beat rate. And then when something weird happens from the outside world and gets to you, your body reacts and you get like variations in your heart rate. The more variations you have in a day, the more primed your nervous system is to react to shit. When you're fatigued due to like heavy lifting and things like that, you will have less variations in your heart rate per day because your nervous system just wasn't, it was just like, fatigued and asleep and not ready to react to shit hrv has been around for a long time i used to use it when i was training mma there was very few things that could do it but this does it uh it also measures like your strain level which would be based on like elevated heart rate throughout the day Mm -hmm. so it measures stuff like that it measures your sleep it does a lot of shit it's really cool huh yeah no do you wear it all day every day or do you take it off i don't take it off ever Um, see that might be a problem for me with my line of work well, fuck it. If they mess with you and it's metal and it cuts them, then fuck them. That's what they get. I'd be more worried about it getting broken. 
Oh, I yeah, take I'm my watch. Sure you can get replacements. For, oh. like, yeah, I take my watch off room. for that reason yeah. because like they get. I don't want my kids to get like um, cut by like. So if you're not wearing it all day, it's just you're gonna have gaps in your measurements. Right. It's not so gonna be as accurate. But, so I but like I'm legit contemplating that for like my weekends and my days so, where I'm not tri- where I'm so not dude, at work. I love it. The band's free. You have like a year commitment when you sign up mm-hmm. though, and it's thirty bucks a month. So it's it's That's not like a five dollar app or something. Yeah, it's three sixty. But it's year, so but. cool. Um, I. I uh, I sent it out. I sent out a message to my clients, especially my in person ones. Like, hey, I I have a a code, and the link will be in the bio in the okay. description here, uh, where it'll get you a month for free. But you're also roped into like a contract, so yeah. it, no, even though know, it's free, I... yeah, you just unplugged I, I unplugged myself. <laughs> even though it's it's free for that first month, you will be roped into like some hmm. form of contract. But you don't have to pay for the wristband thing. Originally, they were charging like two hundred for the wristband. Really? So. so that's not a bad deal. Well, well, so I need, and like that, it's been something that's inter- made me want to potentially get a Fitbit. Is not to attract my caloric Dude, burn throughout the day, but I need to know what is going on. It with is my a sleep. million percent better than a Fitbit. Right. I have a Fitbit. I will never right. use it again. Well, because like Hannah and I are like, it's my sleep. Like the one of my big challenges for recovery is my sleep. So when it has it has a, a sleep measuring thing, and then it has mm-hmm. like a sleep coach as well. It'll be like it'll make you suggestions. It'll be like, hey, um, or it'll kind of interact between your strain and your sleep, and it'll say, hey, yesterday your strain was higher than normal but your recovery today is awesome so go make mental notes about what you did yesterday and keep doing that right. shit so it's a little bit of coaching in there well, too yeah that would be beneficial i mean like i'm legit thinking about it just because like so hannah did, had a sleep study done on her and she's like you could go get a sleep study done that costs eight grand or you just you just wear one of these well so yeah watches. well because i'm curious as to like you know wanting to know how much fact is there behind the uh you know preston you shouldn't listen to south park like the white noise so, thing, dude, or like okay or like should i use like delta waves and like to improve sleep or should i use like yoga nidra so or like you know some sort of meditation you know kelly at the gym one of the owners of the gym mm-hmm. she's a very high anxiety person right did you really just ask me do you know kelly at the gym well i i'm gonna you know kelly so yeah <laughs> so she's a very high anxiety person yes and and she got one of these whoops and one of the things that that you can do is you can create groups so i basically mm-hmm. any of my clients or people i know from the gym that are on it i invite them to this group and it lets us see all each other's stuff huh and it kind of ranks throughout the week it's like at the end of the week who had the oh, highest strain so like fun. it's cool but for me as a coach with my in-person clients i have four of them that that yeah. have one, they come in and I can be like, what's your recovery? Oh, you're green today. We're going to kick some ass today. They're red. I'm like, wow, what the fuck happened? We just need to take it a little easier today. Like we'll get working, but we'll not be idiots. Um, so for me as a coach, it's super helpful uh, with programming and, and day-to-day workout stuff. But so for her, she's pretty high stress, pretty high anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, and the first couple days she was like, whoa, I see what, what, what the problem is and she works with someone and they're like hey do these exercises and it'll help and she was she hadn't really done them but then seeing how unrecovered she is she started doing them and the next day could immediately see the difference in her recovery really? so like it it's it, that's probably in my mind the thing that i mean i was already like sold on it because that's I really like liked enough it, that's worth that's it huge. that's just that's worth it enough like so mm-hmm. for me um, I think I was in the gym one day and I said, holy shit, everything feels great. Wow, it must be nice to get eight hours. Like, I think I'd gotten an eight-hour sleep. And I was like, this sucks. Yep. Like, 
this is what it feels like to get eight hours. <laughs> I remember you saying that the other day. I was like, this is bullshit because I sleep five hours. Like, I am not sleeping right now. So that's sales and thing Sales thing number one. Y'all can click that who, link. What's it? Are you going to throw it in the, in the I'll, bio? I'll throw it in the description. I'll, shoot, right. I'll shoot you my, my link yeah, uh, on text or something later today and check it out. And you can click the link, link and read all about it and stuff, too. And, and uh, you know. No, I, I think this is great. Like, I, I mean, I think I Anna pay, will I, probably get it, too. Yeah, I pay for this. Although when you sign up for a free month, I get a free month too. So I've yet to have to pay for it, but I would right. I would one hundred percent pay for it. And when you sign up, you'll get a link. So I would say like if you get it, have right. to use your link, duh. Right. Um. But it's super cool. So that that's that's product number one that I'm pushing on you. They don't really pay me. I mean, yeah, I get a month free, but it's thirty bucks. It's not like I'm getting paid. So I, right. I don't care. This is just a super useful product I found. Okay. No the second one is I, I kept track of my like weight and stuff and. And I've used the end body quite mm-hmm. a bit. And about a month ago, I started using uh, Macro Factor, which is an app, mm-hmm. uh, Greg Knuckles' diet app, essentially. Okay. I've used Avatar Nutrition in the past. Um, That's the one you use where it auto it like cuts you real low. Yeah, that and one. Then it that reset. One, that right? one sucked. Oh, this um, is a different Macro one. Factor is a different one. It started. It started me actually just a touch high. But it reconculates and stuff. But there, a lot of the ones, like if you're on Avatar Nutrition, it'll be like, "Hey, you didn't hit your calorie goal, um, so we can't tell you anything. So do better next week, and we can tell you more shit." Really, Whereas that's frustrating. This one, this one, the algorithm they use, they're, they're like, "Hey, if you're wanting to lose weight, this is probably what you should hit." But if you don't hit it, as long as you record the stuff that you ate, it's like, "Okay, you overate X number." Is this is the algorithm thing? Okay, they ate too much this day or whatever but the total calories they ate over the course was this this is what their weight did so even though they didn't follow the plan we can still adjust accordingly and give you recommendations so i feel like it's not the guilt trip that you get a little bit on some of the other apps hmm. um and and since i started using that app um so i had my in body before i started using it and then mm-hmm. i had it again i'm down like five pounds of body weight i'm down like one and a half percent body fat and uh, and my muscle mass is up like three pounds. Interesting. And and the only thing I changed is is using this app and letting it kind of steer me. Well, you drink a lot more water now too. Well, that's because I'm doing seventy five hard. Well, so that was going to be my thing. And that only started the past this week. Well, so when you drink more water and you're more hydrated, your body muscle mass will screw mm. higher because your muscles seventy percent water. So the gotcha. more water you have in your muscles, it's going to register more. So that may be that's part of why it too. I was like, well, but I, when I embodied was you feel when better, I embodied was before I started doing that. Right. Well, too, and so. you you take progress pictures and like yeah. you can tell. Um, so don't sign up for that yet because they're supposed to be sending me an affiliate link and I will get paid for that. Good but deal. again, I used it, saw success, okay. and that's why I'm jumping in on it. So okay. hopefully next episode I'll have that code in the description Good as deal. well. Um, um, I that, didn't know if you've used uh, – have you heard of Carbon Diet Coach? So I have. That's uh, So Hannah's pushed me real hard to use it. I use my fitness pal. It's free. It's easy. Yeah. I mean, my ma- I, I have my daily macros. Like I have my – I put my activity level – um, I used carbon and it's pretty goddamn close. I liked, I liked the interface better with avatar actually. Really? Um, the interface on macro factor isn't bad. Mm-hmm. I still think avatar has, I like their interface the best, but I think macro macro factor does a better job. Carbon. I didn't, I didn't give it a fair shake. I didn't use it long enough to have a real, right. Hannah thing. uses it and she swears by it. Like she fucking loves it. Like yeah. she uses it. Shit. She's been using it for since I think I I think she's been using Carbon Diet Coach since nice. Lane Norton put it out. 
Yeah, so it was year year more yeah. ago. She's been she. I mean, not all. Well, and she not loves all Lane the Norton time. Too. <laughs> well, so in her defense, so do I. Like, yeah. I mean, the man's I think he's a prick. I, I that's why we like him because <laughs> he's a dick. Well, he's like. I think you're a, a fucking idiot for making that statement with no like so, background justification. So I think he's a. I think he's a dick, and I think he's right most of the time, which is the worst part about it. But even when he's wrong, he's definitely someone who can't admit when he's wrong about something. Yeah. Um, so he he's he's too, he's too proud for me. I think he's very Ben. Sh- he's got a lot of Ben Shapiro um, attributes. He's Jewish. Don't he? be don't be talking shade shit about my Ben Shapiro. That's my boy. I mean, I like <laughs> Hannah hates Ben Shapiro, but I mean, I think Ben Shapiro's great. But they both talk the same way. Yeah, they both have very They're both I mean, very fast fast talkers and have to. You can't say shit if you disagree with me. That's fine, but you better be able to back your shit up. Yeah, like well, the smart, so, it has to be the smartest man in the room. Those I two think, guys do. Yes, I think that is that's, exactly that's, the same. And with it's so them. funny. Hannah hates Ben Shapiro with a fucking passion, but loves. Lane I Norton. think the difference that I see between them two though One's a Jew. is. Well, I mean, other than that, <laughs> one has a foreskin, one doesn't. Um, I bet they both. Neither one of them do. Yeah, he's American, so right. probably right. Um, but I feel like I feel like Lane strikes me as vindictive. Oh, you think you think Lane is? I think very Lane is uh, more holds beef is more petty. I think I think he gets. Bo- I think he has a lot of you in him, where he gets bored and just starts yeah, that's finding fair. like finding people to fuck with. That's fair. Like I legit think he is like you to on a whole nother level gets bored and just starts going that after That could be why I don't like him. He's too much like Like me. he just cuz he does and I I think that's why I like him is he goes after yeah. these influencers. He is he is like it is well, his crusade and in his is defense, to get rid of those fucking in trash his defense, people. If he sees someone pushing trash shit, he calls it he, out. It's his mission to make sure trash shit isn't getting pushed. Well, like so I get that, but I also think I think some of the I'm air quoting trash shit that's out there has redeemable qualities in part in portions and I feel like Right. He, I think he's very single-minded. Yeah. He is very single-minded, balances everything, whereas, like, I'm like, yes, but those, like, restrictive diets are perfect for certain parts of the population. Like, um, and even Sean as a short, Baker. Even as a short-term reset. Right, like do- Dr. Sean Baker out in California, who is pushing the carnivore diet. Huge. Yep. I've seen it work. I've done it. It works. It has its application. And, and again, in Lane's defense... It works because you're in a caloric deficit. Right. But, it, I mean, it does also have its um, – it has its other benefits, like messing with um, glucose sensitivity. Like, right. that actually does happen. Like, I have – I can speak to And, it. yes, it definitely For does not it more, everybody. more directly. But less directly, if you if you lose body fat, you right. regain your insulin sensitivity regardless right. of Right. So, that's diet. like – that's the Lane Norton perspective. Exactly. Is you lose weight, you're going to fix your insulin sensitivity yeah. anyway. And, um, and I I do agree with like I think almost everything correct. Lane Norton says. Yeah. I just don't necessarily love how he goes about it. Sometimes. Yeah, it's you disagree with me. While yes, there's some merit. It's too anecdotal to be black and white. So therefore, I don't believe it. Yeah, I live in gray areas constantly because right now we're but to- hey, we're literally doing podcasts during my ethics class, sh- and I don't. What care. if they listen? If somebody from my my class listens to me, then they're skipping too. Yeah, no. Um, it's so my my philosophy with that is it's just 
life is full of gray areas. And if you think that you are going to be successful operating only in the ethical sphere of whatever your profession is, you are unfortunately sadly mistaken. Like, like, I mean, my field of applied behavioral analysis, I have never seen a more fucking annoying ethical field. If you live in black and white, you do not live in reality. 